0: What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 56 of Psychotic and Iconic. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into our live stream tonight. Policy here along with Nick Theories, Mikey P., and Philly Phil. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share that live stream. That way we can get more people in here. Um, thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and do that.
1: Mikey P., take it away. All right, guys. Tonight's episode of Psychotic and Iconic Sports Podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. Your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who signed up for prize picks today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to a $100. Promo code ICONIC. Prize picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, check us out live right now on the Props Network. Propshq.com. <clears throat> check us out there. Subscribe to our show. Uh, we always have stuff going on there. So go check it out. Tonight is going to be about nfl head coaches however before we roll into that and hold hold on phil all right we'll advance in a minute we have to we have to real quickly talk about this pro bowl situation okay Hmm. guys this it's a fucking joke
2: bro it was so trash it was the corniest shit i've ever seen in my life
0: i wish i could show up to work on half-ass it
2: like i'd rather watch flag football at least make the effort
0: i turned it on right when you hand
2: touch yeah at least at at least like with flag you got to make the effort like you got to like do something to get the flag They literally
0: pushed alvin camara on the one play and they blew the whistles
2: bro it was garbage and then he
0: took out his frustration at the club in las vegas
2: they should never play that again oh ever
1: i like what shannon i would i would rather watch flag football i think that would at least be fun
2: Bro, I I, I don't even know what what more to say. To me, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Shannon Sharp said it perfect. Just award them, give them the accolade, and don't play the game if you're going to do it like that.
2: It's
1: corny. Facts, and you know what? Like I said, the skills competition is back, and that was definitely much more entertaining, okay? What a joke the Pro Bowl has become. Just no pride whatsoever. No effort. Nothing.
2: It don't even matter where you play it. It don't matter where you play the game. You can play the game and at, a, at, you know, at a random field at that point. It's corny. It's, it's a, fucking
0: corny. I see more contact at high school with the powder puff. Yeah. Oh, man. It's
1: the only thing that hasn't been Louder. canceled yet. With Crowder. What it should be. So, forget about the Pro Bowl, guys. NFL head coach special, Phil. Let's go, baby. Hit that shit. Pause. pause. <laughs> the unison pause is the best. That was perfect, guys. I love you guys. So tonight, we are talking about the new coaching hires. A lot of shit went on the last couple of days. There's only one job that's still open. That's the Minnesota Vikings job. We're going to talk about that, too. Guys, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to ask you what you think of the hiring. I'm going to ask you for a grade. All right. And then I'm going to ask you why you think the coach got the job. Should someone else has have gotten it, and what does the coach have to do? Top priority to make this team successful. All right, those are the ground rules. It doesn't have to be completely structured, but I am gonna I'm gonna jump in and ask questions a lot. All right. You Sound got good? You got it. All right. Well, let's start. We're, we're going with the best one first. Doug Peterson, Super Bowl champion of the Philadelphia Eagles, is now the head football coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the same place where Nick Foles went after his Eagles tenure. Ironic, maybe. Hopefully but Doug, Doug Peterson is now a Jaguar. What are your thoughts, guys?
0: Uh, for me, I thought it was an A-plus hire, to Slam be Slam dunk. Yeah, I mean, he's going to bring stability to that organization, and uh, I think he's going to be great for Trevor Lawrence coming from what transpired last year with, uh, you know, that strapper in um, Urban, Urban Meyer. Um, the 2017 Eagles were like a family. They loved each other. They were together. They played for one another. Um, so I think for the Jags, like, they finally got somebody that's credible, reputable, and um, – I'm really happy for Trevor Lawrence and the organization as a whole because I think he's gonna he's gonna get them on the right track.
2: Facts. Love this hire. Um Trevor Lawrence, he he came out and said, he said uh, about Doug Peterson. He played the quarterback position, so he sees it through my lens more so than a lot of coaches that haven't played the position. And a lot of reports are saying he feels relieved. That's a that's a good sign. I mean, you want your number one pick to feel relieved and feel comfortable with a coach in the hiring. You know what I mean? Like I'll relieve you family that's crazy i we're I, six I, minutes I, in yeah i, I kind of just lost my train of thought man like, you might have, you might respond. have to sound
1: the fucking i don't I'll know apologies
0: apologies yeah no just I mean, sound
2: that shit i i am i'm done bro you, you take it <laughs> i got nothing left pause yeah
1: you're exhausted that's it oh my A+ god slam
2: dunk higher no doubt
1: I'm going with an A as well, guys, because if there's any team in the NFL that needs stability, it is this team. And Doug Peterson, Nick, you might remember this when we were with the Eagles. Doug Peterson's a lovable guy, all right? He's a calming presence. He relates to the players. And, I mean, you just said it best right there. He's relatable. He can relate with these guys. He played the quarterback position. He's a QB guru. He got the best out of Nick Foles. He got the best out of Carson Wentz. He even got the best out of Jalen Hurts to this point. Okay? The guy just knows how to get the most out of his players on an emotional level. Um, and he just he just understands the, the ebbs and flows of the NFL season. I think it's a perfect hire. I think it's perfect. And I think he was the top guy all along. I don't think... Um, I know that I would not have selected anybody else. I think he was the perfect guy for the job.
2: Leftwich would have been a good hire too. I think. It I would have.
0: Been. I would have liked it, but yeah. that would have been his first first head coaching job, and I think it would have been a little tough from coming from what what happened last year because I think that organization is really fucked up the locker room too.
2: Yeah, but I think he got yeah, close and- to Brady. I think he got you know, like a lot of intel. From, I think he's going to be an Brady, awesome head coach. So he probably. Yeah. Like
0: when he gets his chance, Brady probably was probably coaching year. him too, as
2: well. You know what I mean? Like, some yeah. the, like some of the stuff that he sees in the game, you know, sure. like, so, um, yeah, I, th- yeah, I think Leftwich I mean, would have been a good hire as well.
1: Left, which a little more risk only because like, here's the thing, Doug Peterson walks into the room and he's a Super Bowl champ. He's got the ring. He can walk in there and he's going to say, guys, check this out. You want to be champions? It's instant respect. He demands your respect. Uh, he knows how to hit the switch. Pause. Okay. <laughs> so this guy, I mean, I just think he's perfect for the room. I, I, I wouldn't have gone with Leftwich for that reason. I think that he's a good coach, but um, it might have been, it might have been a little bit tougher there. He's got a ring too. So, but I'm just saying, Doug Peterson did it as a head coach, and. Um, and he's he came into an unstable situation in Philadelphia. There's no like there's no greater pressure filled environment than Philly. So he's going into a situation where they are literally a laughing stock. I just think it's perfect. And Yeah, I agree. Um same Jags football. I was football. gonna say one more. I was gonna say one <laughs> other thing. Yeah, I see, I see Tom <laughs> is saying same Jags football. Same Jags I hope football. not. I hope not. <laughs> Well, look, look. It's going to take, it's gonna take
2: years to rebuild that that franchise. Yeah, years. Like with an S, not just one and done. Well, listen. I mean, I like I, I don't understand why why teams do that. I mean, you hire a coach, you stink. You already stunk, and then you guys stink again, and then you get rid of the coach. I mean, how's he supposed to ever be, like build a foundation with his team? You only gave him one year with a poop squad. I don't get it. They gave so up here's the soon, thing, Nick. in my opinion.
1: You, you, you're right. You're right. I mean, that seems to be the way it goes in the NFL. I'll tell you this much, though. This is the angle that no one is really talking about, is Doug Peterson, being a Super Bowl champ, pretty much could have a choice or say in any job. He sat out a whole year, and to be honest with you, I don't think he takes this job unless, A, there was a quarterback in place, so he must believe in Trevor Lawrence. B... I think that he has to have some degree of front office control or say, or there's no reason he had to return. He could have waited out and got any other job. I, I think that he wanted this job. So do I. And he could build it from the ground I up, agree. and he's got a little bit more that of a leash. Sense.
0: Yeah, it was perfect for him. He took the year off, and now he's got a number one overall pick, projected to be, you know, a star. So I think it's a good landing they
2: spot They need to for. get another wide receiver.
0: For sure. They need to bring in a vet.
2: Because so, Marvin Jones is pretty good
0: and i would venture to say they need to get a tight end too i mean uh, sean
2: i guess yeah i mean he's all right yeah they
1: might be they might be losing dj chark in free agency so actually that was my next question guys i was going to say what what should this coach's top priority be to make the team successful and you know what's the biggest area that the team needs to improve in so i'm hearing wide receiver wide receiver and tight end for me
0: And I guess grab an O-lineman, too, to help out with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, absolutely. They need offense. But they need – I mean, you have your running back solidified in Robinson. Then if you can go get, like – I'm just throwing his name out there because I know he's going to be brought up all all season, Calvin Ridley. Like, if you bring in somebody like him for Trevor Lawrence, I mean, that would be great as long as, you know, his head's on straight. And I don't mean that, you know, any way other than just, you know, he's ready to play football and doesn't need to take time away and things like that. But, like, imagine, like, if they went and got, like – they might bring in Ertz. Who knows? He would be great for that for that franchise. He's a leader. He's a champion. He's been with Doug before. They did it together. That could be somebody that they could go get to to fill that uh, to fill that need.
1: And they're going to get Travis Etienne back um, out for the season. Yeah. So, uh, Tom just said that in the comments. I see a great comment here from Rob Polidor. All right, Dougie P just added Mike McCoy as his QB coach. That's pretty high profile, guys. So you got two big name guys, two quarterback gurus in the room there for trevor lawrence and that's where where i would say that's got to be the top priority get this guy back on track because he actually regressed as the Mm -hmm. season went on this year that's the top priority for me and then you got to re-sign cam robinson at left tackle because uh that's the bookend tackle right there he's got to protect the blind side
2: so Mm -hmm. you got to
1: bring him back on a long-term deal
2: it's an interesting squad though in a couple of years, like I wanna see I, I, I wanna I'm interested to see like what moves they're gonna make in the offseason.
0: I think even even as currently constructed, they'll have they'll take massive steps forward next
2: year. Yeah.
0: E- either way, I really do with Doug Peterson. If
2: they could play like they did against the Colts, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah.
1: I mean, if you just get anything out of Trevor Lawrence and that defense is probably pretty underrated, you never know. They could they could win another four games next year. But guys, on to the next head coach. This is another hope uh, high profile move. Josh McDaniels is back at the top of a franchise, moving to the Las Vegas Raiders, taking over for Rich Basaccia, the now special teams coordinator of the Packers as of today. Okay, so Josh McDaniels taking over. What are your thoughts? What do you grade this one? I gave it an F. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the F is for fuck that dude. Straight up. He moves like Howie Roseman, except in a coach's fashion. What you mean? I don't like him, at all. McDaniel's? Yeah. Why not? Because I don't think he's a good head coach. Expl- he was in Denver. He drafted Tebow first overall. He gave up three draft picks to get him. He forced to draft
2: Tebow first. Overall. Who knows? I think so.
0: Maybe. But either way, he does. The, he did. Do, he uh, said he's going to take the Colts job, then pulls out at the last minute pause (laughs) and I just like there's too much there's just too much that needs to be done with the Raiders in my opinion for him to get that job I just don't I don't think he's a good head coach I don't like him and I don't trust him I just think he's he's a typical Bill Belichick guy under Bill Belichick when you have his guidance and his tutelage they could like Matt Patricia they could be great but when they get out on their own they falter I'm just I'm Rich Passaccia should have had the job and if you're gonna trade, and if you're and if you're not gonna hire Rich, go hire Eric Bieniemy, somebody that's with Patrick Mahomes, Facts. and Andy yeah, Reid. I love that. That's like, what I I don't, like, why I don't. Why
2: is he not getting any? I like, have no opportunities. idea. Now look, there were, doesn't make any sense.
0: There's things that they say on there that could have, where they say that like he's a bad interview, and like I get it, but not for nothing. Nick Sirianni didn't necessarily give you the best. I don't know how he was in his interview, but his press conferences weren't exactly stellar in the very beginning, so. I mean, like, Rich Versace, the job he did was on full display with all that dysfunction going on. And then Eric Bieniemy. I mean, look at the Chiefs every year. He's running that offense. Yeah. Andy Reid even vouched for him and said it, which is crazy that he even has to say that. But it's like, look. I just look at that, and it's like, okay, Derek Carr's coming off probably his first or second best year of his career. Why would you not want to put Eric Bieniemy in there and do that? Why would you go with Josh McDaniels? I just I don't, I don't like it at all. And, like, the, that, uh, the offensive line is so bad. And that needs to be addressed, like, immediately. Otherwise, like, I don't – they may regress if Josh McDaniels isn't – doesn't live up to what Riz did. I mean, their right guard and right tackle last year allowed 124 pressures over the course of the season, 17 more Ooh. than any other team in the NFL. Poopy, It's crazy.
2: I think, I think Josh McDaniels – I think they both took a chance. Because I think Josh McDaniels is banking on the connection between Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro next year, massively. Like the way you see Stafford and Cup, I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of that, of those kind of players Damn. exploding in the league because they can do, they can run the route tree, the entire, the entire route tree. I mean, look, Renfro is a beast. He's he's played outstanding this year, and he's he's. He made the Pro Bowl after, what, last year? Last year he had a decent year, but this year he really stepped up big, and they made the playoffs. But I don't understand the hire because I feel like the Raiders need, like, uh, a coach that's going to keep the team together. Like, I think you need, like, a a solid leader in that locker room because they've been through hell last year. So if you get somebody in there, you know, or they could have kept Rich Bisaccia, uh, Bisaccia. Yeah. They could have kept him, but they didn't want him. I mean, I guess they his philosophy or whatever didn't didn't align with their I, future goals or yeah, something. Winning. I don't, I don't get it. You know what I mean? I don't understand it. But <laughs> because the players seem to love him, so like that's confusing to me. But um, yeah, I mean, like overall, I, I don't understand the hire because like he was eleven and seventeen in Denver, and it's like he without Tom Brady, who is Josh McDaniels? This is facts. Like for, like on some real shit though. Like who is Josh McDaniels nope. without Tom Brady? He's
0: the guy that went to Denver and then after he left, John Fox had Tim Tebow and they won a playoff game. They started out 1 and 4 with Kyle Orton and then won the division and a playoff game with Tim Tebow. Like I saw That's a, a defensive head coach. head coach nonetheless. That's what I'm saying. That's a good head coach.
2: Like I saw the, I saw Josh McDaniel call three passing plays against Buffalo in in a game this year. Mm-hmm. Three passing plays. <laughs> three that's insane i know even if he's mixed. i understand the the weather conditions and all that but three passing place i mean i i to me it doesn't make any sense
1: nick what would you grade it i, I would it was it's g- kind of tough i would give it
2: <sighs> i i like to give people second chances i like to give people you know the benefit of the doubt of their first run. Maybe they didn't have much control like they will this time. I don't know. I don't know what happened with that. Because he he was given T Now he's getting Derek Carr. So we'll see. I'll give it a C. For we'll see. Yeah,
1: Nick, I'm kinda <laughs> I'm kinda right there with you. <laughs> <Yeah, see?
2: laughs>
1: That's <was> corny as shit. <laughs> no, no, that was great. C for we'll see. You know what? Actually, just because you said that, I'm gonna downgrade him from a C plus to a C. Because we will see. Uh, Like, usually these guys, they get a second opportunity. And I I would say most of the time they tend to learn from the first time around if they're lucky to get a second chance. So I think that he's more prepared this time. I see why they did it. But it still doesn't do much for me because, you know what? These guys love Rich Masaccia. I mean, like, as soon as Gruden was fired, even before then, Nobody was respecting this team as a, a possible playoff team. We were all waiting for them to fall off a cliff. And Rich Basaccia did the impossible and led this team to a playoff run. Which lasted one game. But still They almost won that. I game. mean Yeah, they, they were right they, in there in exactly, it. Exactly facts. Exactly right. I mean, and there and this is a really like th- this team is missing so many pieces and they still did this. They had so many injuries at the time. So I feel like Rich Masashi had earned the chance to get the job. Um, Nick, I love the point about Hunter Renfro because if there's one thing that Josh Daniels knows how to do, it's get the ball to the slot guy. That's one thing he's fucking good at. Yeah. He's proven that. So um, I think the key for them, though, guys, and this is, this is what I'm going to say for their top priority, is keeping Derek Carr because we're hearing all these rumors – that they might, might want to move on because it's not a McDaniels guy. But I actually think he low-key took the job because Derek Carr is kind of one of those guys where half the league actually might sneakily have, them have him as a top 10 QB in the league, or at least somebody who th- they think can be a top 10 guy. So I actually think he wants to work with Derek Carr, and I think this could be good for Derek Carr. The rest of the team, I don't know. I really question this guy as a leader. So I'm right there with you. Love it, Mike. So do I. I fuck
2: with Derek Carr. So do I. And I, I hated think... him before, but I fuck with Derek Carr. Yeah. He can ball straight up. I you know. got to keep him. Yeah, yeah. He plays well hard, too. I like. That's what I like about him. He cares. Yeah, passion. I told you. That's what I care because about.
1: The, the other thing <laughs> with Josh McDaniel is when you bring in a guy of that stature, the expectations right away are off the fucking charts. He's not going to have a chance to grow a roster. He's going to have to work with Derek Carr, and they're going to have to maintain the success of this year. The question is, can the front office get it together? That's a whole different story. Um, And you bring in his other fellow Patriot, um, what's his name, Dave, whatever, who has a pretty good track record. So maybe together they can do something here. We'll see. Is that fair? Is that fair? I doubt it. See for we'll see. See for we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fuck this guy. Let's move on. Love that energy. To the fucking Giants. Fuck the Giants, too. The Giants hire Brian Dable away from the Buffalo Bills. Guys, I mean, this is an interesting one. I'll be the first to say I, I, I actually think it's a good move. I think it's a good move. I won't dive into it yet, though. I'll pass it off to you first. Uh, Yeah, I give it a B+. Um, I mean, anything is better than Joe Sludge.
0: And, I mean, look at Josh (laughs) Allen's development.
2: (laughs) That's insane.
0: Look at Josh Allen's development and what he's done. I think he's going to bring stability to it. He's coming from a winning organization with Sean McDermott. And for me, like, the top priority for Dable and them needs to be is Daniel Jones, your quarterback. And I think the only issue that the only thing that's going to be really troubling for Daniel Jones is I feel like because Dables connected to Josh Allen they're going to they're going to look at Daniel Jones and try and put him on on that level that he should develop into that next year and that that's bad news cuz Daniel Jones isn't that you just need to see if he's a formidable quarterback and a franchise quarterback can he play can he win D- you know does he does he have the brain at the line of scrimmage and things like that so if anybody could do it I feel like it's Dable to be honest and I believe that this is Daniel Jones's last shot. If he doesn't ball out this year or show any type of significant improvement, I think he's going to be a backup moving forward.
2: That's the bottom line. That's what they should do. They should. He should walk in that shit, blow that whole fucking team out. That team is ass.
0: It's t- it's tough that they have got on <laughs> a big contract. Ass.
2: He needs to walk in there, take command. This is my roster, Daniel Jones. See you later. I don't care. Uh, Saquon Barkley, have a nice one. Uh, who else? Who else is injury prone on that team? Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay. Have a good one. Kenny Galladay. See who's you the later. Evan Ingram. Pink slips everywhere. Evan Ingram. That is <laughs> pink slips everywhere.
0: That's crazy. The Blow that shit up
2: and then rebuild. Rebuild through the draft and free agency. That's I mean the the problem is who's going to want Daniel Jones? What 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 are you going to get for Daniel Jones? You I ain't getting a second.
0: You could probably flip Saquon Barkley to a to a desperate team. That maybe wants to fill st- fill seats or something like that, and get a couple and get a couple picks or even you know a decent player.
1: And hey guys, everybody you said wanna, you want to hear a good fit for Saquon. We who? were talking about this a little bit. Who Saquon to the Chiefs would be fucking interesting. Saquon to the Chiefs, it gives him a power runner who also can catch the ball out of the backfield. And what's great
0: is everybody said it. That was the worst move the Giants ever did was taking Saquon Barkley that early. Would yeah. they
1: take him second I mean, or third? They took him
2: third, I think. Yeah. yeah. I Awful. Think, yeah.
1: I mean, either way, a top five pick on a running back, you know,
2: that's just silly. He's got to be like Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, got once in a fucking blue moon kind of guy. For you to draft a running back, that that's got to be the guarantee. Well, here's the only- Reggie Bush, are you are you passing up on Reggie Bush? Fuck no! I'm drafting Reggie Bush. If I'm number two and he's on the board, I'm fucking taking him. The
0: Cowboys took Zeke what fourth or sixth? But yeah, at the time, four, their team four. was built to absorb that. I mean, not Zeke's on the downside now, but at the time, that wasn't a terrible pick. It was a lot different. Saquon Barkley was chosen when you needed a whole team.
1: Yeah. So like, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much: they haven't had an offensive line in half a decade minimum. So I can't really. Thank you, Tom is saying the same thing. That line's fucking atrocious. That line is fucking atrocious. They have ignored this offensive line. Nate Solder is not the guy to, to to fix the problems over there. Uh, I never even liked that signing, but the offensive line is the key to the success here. I think the hiring itself. I'll give it an A minus because if there's anybody that's going to get the most out of this offense and Daniel Jones, it's going to be Brian Dable. He's got pretty much, he's got very similar physical measurables as Josh Allen. So the, the question is, can he harness those abilities and, and improve that drastically? Cause Josh Allen, remember he was, he was suspect early on in his career too. It took him a while to figure it out. So Daniel Jones has flashes. I don't even like the guy, but I have to admit there's some times where this guy is like, oh, shit, he's got something, but, like, he's got no consistency whatsoever. Absolutely no consistency. And Saquon, the shame of Saquon is he's gotten hurt so many times now, I just don't know if he's got it anymore. But, like, coming out of the draft, I think he was one of the better prospects we've seen in a long time. It just was a horrible fit. Picking him for the Giants with no offensive line – and then everything he went through thereafter it was just never a good situation so i don't know what they're going to do i would i would think that they're probably going to keep him now um but i'll give the higher an a minus the giants still suck <laughs> don't get me wrong
0: <laughs> they do they're garbage they're not going to do shit next year either
1: but they do have probably. some interesting pieces you on the team you guys think right? daniel yeah.
2: jones is is their guy no like, Are you keeping him Like what the fuck Have you seen from him That you're like Oh my god He's my quarterback Like no, for so real that's though the, So that's the guy thing that, Nick is bro, like Bro his record is 12 and 25 Bro if anybody else Was uh, His record was 12 and 25 They would be They wouldn't even see The fucking field
0: But he had Joe Sludge And did he Who did he have right before Who was, the, who was his quarterback Before that
2: <laughs> I agree The I Giants mean, been hurt They were hurt all Yeah but he's also Been hurt too as well He, he can't play a full season facts so Nick, you
1: want mikey p's opinion
2: sure <laughs>
1: i think i think daniel jones is garbage I i'm think right there with you. Yeah. but he has moments though and i'm not gonna say like hey like he's still on his rookie contract is there a chance that brian dable can t- can get some sort of value out of this guy and turn him around yeah there's always a chance do i think he's going to no i, I don't think i don't think i see it <laughs> happening um, and he's God bless you, Mike. I mean, he's going into the last year of the deal, so um, I don't see it happening. <laughs> I, I don't see it. <laughs> so, <sighs> Nick, what was your grade? I didn't hear you. Your grade for for this one? Oh, just curious.
2: I got I gave him an A minus. Yeah, I like so, it. I mean, I liked Abel. He's a, he's a yeah, good coach. He looked like he's like a like a no nonsense guy.
0: He's, he's a Nick guy.
2: I like it. Yeah. He's got passion. Yeah. Like, it's like perfect for that city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be Creative like blue, be, you know what i Creative mean? play caller. Play design. Caller. Hard working man. You know what's it's wrong interesting? <laughs> we r- hate the work. Ain't nothing wrong with that. The
0: working man's a sucker.
2: That's facts. Louder. Come on. Sonny
0: told me. <laughs> yeah.
2: The working man's a sucker. He told us. <laughs> That's real james, shit.
1: james james is here guys james says joe sludge is bonkers that was joe fucking sludge. great that was so good but you know what's interesting though guys is it's the same thing along the doug peterson lines brian dable passed up on every job available last year so something tells me he has some sort of belief or was given some sort of power at this job to want to take it because why else do you fucking take this job? Why do you take it? You know? So yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, I wonder, it's interesting. I wonder if he does
0: see anything in Daniel Jones, though. I don't know if he <clears> sees. think he does. Doesn't mean I agree with
1: him,
2: but I think I, he does. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm
1: about to find out.
2: I, I don't understand. I'm not about to
1: hitch my reputation on him, if that's what you're asking me. I'm not going to hitch yeah, my hell reputation. No. On Daniel fucking Jones. That's what I'm
2: saying. Like, If if like if you're looking at the trend in the NFL, the trend is if you have a bad season, most likely your job is pretty much like in jeopardy. Do you really want to be in that position with a bad team because you stuck with Daniel Jones? The only good news is, is you ain't got to worry about QB sneaks from no. your own five. Fuck that. I want my quarterback. <laughs> I want my quarterback. If I'm going down, I'm going down on my fucking ship. That's how the fuck I'm living. <laughs> All right. And there's nothing wrong I with that. I like the Titanic. There's nothing wrong with that. There's you hire me to be the co- I love you it. You hired me to be the head coach, which means I have to make the best decisions for the football team. That's what Belichick says, right? And what is he? The best coach? He knows what he's doing. He's got everybody in line. That's how the fuck you gotta do it. This is my shit.
0: He's a dictator.
2: This is my team. This is my quarterback. This is who I want leading my team. But no questions why it's, asked. Which is get why get the fuck it's out of my office if you have anything other, you know, to say.
0: Which is why it's strange that he, he accepted that with Daniel Jones. I mean, do you think they're going to draft a quarterback?
2: I, I I think they might go out in free agency and get somebody. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I mean, a, like, a veteran backup. Like, here's the thing: do you, if you give him a chance, and you and you're and you trash, you're, you're, you're five and and twelve. He ain't going nowhere. Five and
0: twelve. No, they won't go. He won't go nowhere. No, I don't think after one year. I mean, Dan Campbell's still there. It depends on how your yeah, team no, is. Well, the reason Joe Judge got fired, I'm not just saying this to bust your balls. The reason he got fired is because that whole team quit on him, bro. Like if he's five and twelve, and and, and if, bro, the dude ran a QB sneak on third down, bro.
1: <laughs> I know
0: he had Jake they were Crump. keeping
1: him till then. <laughs> they were keeping him.
0: He lost till then. bro. That. He lost his locker room. I know, and I don't want to repeat it because I don't want to lose brain cells. I lose enough. My <laughs> thing is, is that like I, he just seemed to me like Joe seemed that he lost the locker room. The guys didn't want to play for that dude. Talking about oh, just saying a clown show. Nobody has their golf clubs in there. Like you got Golden Tate with his golf clubs in his locker at the last game of the season. <laughs> tell me oh. you don't. Tell me you don't respect your coach without saying it.
1: I get. Wow, wow. Well, guys, we shall see. All right. At least this is this is a guy who had some sort of a, you know, track record, and. I mean, he was highly sought after. So, it's interesting. We'll see. All right. Next up. This is interesting, too. This is really interesting because this is somebody who was not seen as a head coach in many circles going into the season. Nathaniel Hackett goes to the Broncos. And there's a lot going on here, all right? There's a lot going on here. Will he bring Aaron Rodgers with him? We don't know. Nathaniel Hackett is the head coach of the broncos either way though so what do you think what's your grade tell me what he's got to do who should have got the job if not you know what to do i give the hire a b i mm-hmm.
2: think
0: he's
1: i think he's a good football coach to be honest
0: <clears throat> i think the broncos should try and go get a bridge guy like <clears throat> kirk cousins
2: was he good or uh, aaron Rodgers good
0: who Oh, it was Nathaniel Hackett. In 2017, Nathaniel Hackett took Blake Bortles and the Busted AS Jaguars to the love AFC it. Championship game. Oh, I love that. And love they, it. Had the, they had the number one rushing tack in the league with Leonard Fournette, who shed 20 pounds and cut out negativity. <laughs> Let's not forget
2: that. Hey, then
0: in 2020, <laughs> they had the, the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers had the league's best scoring offense. So the guy seems to know what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, if you could do that. And then he kind of got screwed. With When he got fired from the Jaguars, that was bullshit. It should have been Doug Marone, but Doug Marone fired him to save his own ass. So that was kind of, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't even hold that against them. But uh, I just think the Broncos, they're a quarterback away. Like, not for nothing, but I really think that Kirk Cousins could do well there. I think they have enough weapons with Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, um, Noah Fant, Tim Patrick. Like, I don't think Kirk Cousins is
2: buns. I really don't, bro. You're going to be like eight and nine, nine and eight.
0: But I mean, he did. He did well. Seven is Kirk Cousins better than Blake Bortles? I would say so.
1: Yeah,
2: by
0: a sizable margin.
2: Kirk is weird. Absolutely, it's not even close, (laughs) bro. He has feeling. No, I know. I said that.
0: I I said that before. I know, but Mike Zimmer was is a defensive guy. When you, you need offensive guys for players like Kirk Cousins. Like, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but that's one of the reasons that I don't think D'Amico Ryans would be a good fit there. Bro, His, I'm
2: telling you right now Hackett did not leave Green Bay for Kirk Cousins. He didn't leave him for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Why not? That's I, not I, I'd rather coach Aaron Rodgers than coach Kirk Cousins. No shit. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, but Aaron, Rod, it's, it, Aaron Rodgers isn't going there. I'm sure the Vikings would part with Kirk before the Packers. I
2: think Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> The only thing, I, I'll give you my I'll give you my, my my grade, but before I do so, how close is Hackett with Rogers? Anybody know?
0: Yeah, they're homies.
2: They're homies. Yeah, they love each other. They so, love each other. So if they love each other, do you think behind closed doors they're probably like, yo, if I go to Denver, there's an opening. Would you come? Pause. Look, look who we got, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Look who we got. We got Courtland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. Javante Williams is a star in the making. Bro, a squad. So, who knows? I think that's... So, if if that's the reason, I would give it an A. Hell yeah. Because if, if Aaron Rodgers is there, they're, they're automatic Super Bowl contenders. No questions asked. That team would be fucking scary as hell. Nobody would want to see them.
1: Hundred percent, straight up. Yo, yeah, I, no, hey, I'm I'll with tell you right man, now. I just don't I'll, see him going. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I'm going to repeat this because I said this last show. Where do you think right? he's going to go? He's thinking. He's th- he's Mikey staying. P's Packers prediction. All right, my prediction: Aaron Rodgers is going to the Denver Broncos, and so is Devontae Adams. I'm going to repeat it again in case anyone missed it. All right, the Broncos are going to give up two firsts and jerry judy and maybe a little bit more and they're gonna get aaron Rodgers. that is my prediction i'm sticking with it today as well i've seen all the reports saying you know aaron Rodgers. oh he might be staying i'm telling you right now aaron Rodgers is going over there and i think it might have been a wink wink deal even if not i like the creativity here this is a guy who has proven himself in multiple situations now and he's creative um I like it. I think there's a team that literally is an offense. Like I, I don't even want to say the offense is broken. They're a passing game away from being really legit. So they're bringing this guy in to fix that. Regardless if Aaron Rodgers goes or not, I think he is. And if he does, it's an A. For now, I'm giving it a B. Um, but I still, I still think I think Aaron Rodgers in his heart knows. It's time. Sometimes change is good, guys. In this case, it could be good for both sides. Two first-round picks is nothing to slouch over. You know it's the end over there. And then you can get Devontae Adams on top of that. Sign me the fuck up. If they get it right, if they get both of those guys, they're probably the Super Bowl favorite on paper. I don't want to hear none of that. That's how close.
0: Aaron Rodgers That's how close Aaron Rodgers they
1: are. ain't that dude. Hey, it doesn't I don't mean want to hear it, it no I'm more. I'm just telling you, listen, Mike. I said on paper. I'm still Remember, taking is, them on my team. I'm telling you right now, they would be the odds-on favorite if they got Rodgers. They would be the odds-on favorite. That does not mean I agree. but oh, they yeah, probably yeah, I'm with you be. on that. Yeah, that's yeah. how close. That's how close this team is right now.
2: You think they would be favored over to the Chiefs?
1: Probably, because be Aaron Rodgers close. still gets that buzz. He's not. He's not like
0: It'll that. Be,
1: listen, it would be close. It would be close. Okay, that's a good point, Nick. But it would be close because the Broncos have a better defense. Yeah. But so the problem isn't Aaron Rodgers' defense all things,
0: the last few you know, years. Yeah. Aaron, the problem is in Green Bay the, the past yeah. few years is Aaron Rodgers. I know it's a very hard truth to accept. Aaron but, bleeping
2: Rogers. Yeah.
0: Aaron Bleepin Rodgers. <laughs> are you kidding me? Skip Bayless' voice. But the problem in the playoffs has been him. He's a superstar. He needs to be held accountable when he fucks up. Yeah. He just coincidentally fucks up in the biggest moments. He does. It's a
1: fair point. But listen. You're going to get a two-in-a-row two MVP, uh, new situation, breath of fresh air, and they're loaded. They're fucking loaded, and they have cap room. So, I mean, you saw what it did for Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning won another bowl there. He ends his career on a high note, and they were arguably, I mean, with besides the Patriots, they were arguably the best team in the NFL during that run with Peyton Manning at quarterback. It, it kind of feels very similar so I hate to I hate to make this about Aaron Rodgers because he's not there yet. But Nathaniel Hackett though, I think I think was a good hire. It could be even better depending on the outcome and I don't think I would have hired somebody else. I think I think you know, I understand the hire either way. Yeah. I think that's a fair way to put it.
2: <clears throat> would you agree? I agree.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's a fair way to put it? Yeah. All right. Well in that case we're going to move on. All right, we got the Chicago Bears. All right. Matt Eberflus leaving the Colts. The defensive coordinator position, which was now filled with Gus Bradley, by the way. Pauls. <laughs> but Matt e- Matt, e- <laughs> You like how I calmly did that? Yep. You have uh, to. Matt Eberflus is now your head coach of the Chicago Bears. He brought Pep Hamilton along. To run the offense. Interesting combination. What are we thinking here? And I mean, just overall, what's going on here? Why did the Bears hire this guy? What's your grade? What has he got to (laughs) do? All right,
0: so to be honest, I don't really know much about the dude other than all the Colts defensive players, specifically uh, Darius Leonard, talk about how much they love him. I gave it a C because I'm a little unfamiliar with it. However, I will say that I do trust Ryan Poles. In ter- because he survived three GM changes in Kansas City That, to me, holds a lot of weight That that That's not shit that you normally see I mean, obviously he knows what he's doing And he has some knowledge like, to, to survive three different regime changes Or uh, regime, whatever But, I mean, the Bears need to just dedicate everything they have in that organization In the Justin Fields Because they have good skill players Kemet, David Montgomery, Robinson Mooney's good as shit He's really good, and he caught on at the end of the year last year. Um, hopefully, you know, Justin Fields doesn't go to any dinners with his family this year, because I know last year he was skipping dinners. <laughs> that way he could prepare, and you know, because he wants to be the best, so he can't go to dinner. So that's really uh, where, I, where I am with that.
2: I give it an F, and I'm not even thinking twice. Ooh, uh, wow! I hate to I, I hate to be the guy, but I'm gonna give it an F. The bottom line is, you got a young rookie quarterback uh, last year in Justin Fields, but yet yet you'll you'll hire a defensive coordinator as your head coach. Help me make sense here. That Nick. doesn't make any sense. Honestly, God. Why are, why are you hiring to God. a that's defensive the reason why, coordinator? why I, had
0: to... I was going to say, I'm, here's the, <laughs> I said the same thing. I just gave the benefit of the like, doubt because I don't if know. If you're going to
2: do that, you might as well fucking hire McDaniels. I don't understand it. Well, you could stink and be a pile of
0: shit and stink and not be a pile of shit. We know Josh McDaniels is a pile of shit.
2: Well, whatever. That's like. <laughs> I got you. I nodded. That's not the point. I mean, <laughs> the point is, like, he's an <laughs> offensive mind. So I like like for me, I'm if I'm the owner, I'm like all right. I want a guy who's going to be an offensive mind that's going to give me the best in Justin Fields. I drafted him high. I need him to to really exceed expectations. We you know like you said they have Komet. David Montgomery is a really good player. Um, th- their backups were good too as well when they stepped in and in, uh, in his absence. Herbert, Herbert, yeah, yeah. Khalil Herbert, <clears throat> Khalil Herbert, he was awesome. And um, yeah, I mean like probably aaron robin mean, yeah alan robinson he's gonna be gone oh like, yeah he was I, I just don't think i
0: forgot about that he was franchise tagged he yeah went, like uh, i
2: don't know i mean it depends i don't know i i think he like watching him last year he, he felt he fell off like it was like he was he didn't even matter you know what i mean like he was kind of phased out of the offense which didn't make any sense but that's why you get an offensive mind coach to get the best out of your players i mean alan robinson ain't a no scrub He's not a scrub. He's He's, he's been one he of the best play. receivers in the league. Yeah, exactly. Like, he just had a bad year because, obviously, Nagy couldn't get him the ball. But, like, why would you hire a defensive coordinator when you should get an offensive line coach to bring the best out of your players? And Cole Komet. He's a fucking stud, too. I fuck with Cole I'll I tell you. He is, is really good. good. I'll tell he's you really right good. now. He's really good. Like, I go. I'm serious. He's really good. He's on your radar? He's very good. Very good. Very, good. very underrated player. They don't use him a lot. They should.
1: Maybe this they year. do need to use him more. They do. I'll I'll tell you right now. The reason why I couldn't give this a higher grade is exactly what you just said, Nick. Because I was of I was of the mind where I thought like a Jim Caldwell or even Byron Leftwich in this scenario, someone like that, uh, even Doug Peterson. And I didn't think they were going to go that direction. But somebody to go hand in hand and have uh, <laughs> Justin Justin Fields right there in the pocket at all times. Just somebody. You know, somebody that that is going to teach him the ropes and be that veteran presence. But then they brought on Pep Hamilton, who has a track record of that. So I give it a C plus because Iberflus, I mean, he's not really well-known, so I'll I'll break it down for everybody. But the Colts, for what it's worth, their defense has been a top-five unit the last two years with a lot of unknown players. Darius Leonard was a guy that was groomed in this system. Um, besides that, though, like these, these were a lot of unknowns, and he made something out of nothing there. They turned into one of the better defensive units in the league. So, for me, I like him. I just don't know if this was the right... You know, I, I think the Bears just want to get back to being the Bears, having a dominant defense, and that's why they brought on this guy. If they didn't bring on Pep Hamilton, I'd be giving it a low grade, too, because I think... Obviously the key to success is Justin Fields. Plain and simple. Agreed. Um uh, so that's why I could I didn't go lower because of Pep Hamilton, but um, you know, I, I think I think that he will probably do a fine job. I just don't know how much better he will be than Matt Nagy at this stage. He's gonna have to prove us wrong because Matt Nagy took the Bears to the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> and by the way, there were some moments this year where Justin Fields looked fucking legit. So mm-hmm. they Facts. really they they have to they should have gone out of their way to make sure that this guy's going to succeed. And and for the record, Matt Nagy knows this guy had legs and didn't roll him out of the pocket ever. I I would pray that that's what they do. Make Justin Fields comfortable. He's a dynamic player. Let him do more. Let him do everything. He's he can do everything. So. You know, it's interesting. I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it once they brought on Pep Hamilton, though.
2: Everybody that's watching right now, hold on. Everybody that's watching right now, please like and share the stream. If you're watching, we would greatly appreciate it. We want to get more people in here, get more comments flowing. We loved all the comments. It's a great show. It's nothing without you guys. So please share and help. Maybe we can get some first-timers to come in. And hopefully they enjoy the show as well. So, please and thank you. They'll enjoy it. 100%. Yeah, Nick. Hey, man. Nick, know, I appreciate I that. I just wanted to give him the invitation. I was just <laughs> about to say that. Skeptic believer. You know what I mean? That's how you got to change people. <laughs> <laughs> That's just real shit. Just Let
1: ahead.
2: him see what we got here.
1: We know what we're doing. <coughs> Factuals. All right. We're moving on because we got to uh, speed it up a little bit. All right. Mike McDaniel. This, this might be the most random hire. But Mike McDaniel, hired by the Miami Dolphins yesterday, coming from the 49ers, 49ers offensive coordinator. The guy has ties with the Washington staff that had Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur. He was in there, okay? So he comes from that background. What are we thinking? I really
0: like this hire. I'm going to give it a B to be honest he's been with kyle shanahan since 2006 so i mean he knows the ins and outs so you know what kyle shanahan likes to do uh the 49ers are known for their running uh their running attack and since 2017 he was their run game coordinator last year he was elevated to the offensive coordinator and um the offense ranked seventh and debo smith you know uh he played a part in that. He had 1,770 yards Bebo. and 14 touchdowns. Devo Smith. Smith. That's sour. What huh? is that?
2: That's Mike ah. right here. I got to hear this shit now all week. Devo Samuel, excuse me. Devo Smith is Nick, bananas. take it away because I'm You make him crushed. sound regular.
0: I'm going to get crushed in here now
2: for that. <laughs> no, nah, you're good. However, though. no, yeah, I it. think
0: he's going to be uh, really good in Miami. Um, if all the shit that was true about uh, Tua with Flores and how they always butted heads and stuff like that, you know, hopefully Mike McDaniel's uh, Mike um, McDaniel can draw up, you know, please, and get and, and bring out the best in Tua and get himself together. So I fucking hate you.
2: Tom's already. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I know. I don't even want to look I, I'm at those comments, this. This dude. Is great. I don't this even want to look. This is a lot of fun. Anyway, I love this hire because, for really one one reason only, I became a really big Jalen Waddle fan, and I think he's going to even blow up even more next year because the way he Rex. used. Debo Samuel and and uh Sam Fran is the way he's going to use Jalen waddle in Miami watch the NFL is starting to sh- shift a little bit you're starting to see wide receivers starting to get a lot of you know uh running plays look at Cordell uh Patterson he was a wide receiver the wide back. and then now he's yeah and now he's like a, 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 like a runner and a wide receiver like you can do whatever you want with him Paul's <laughs> <laughs> just like Devo Samuel, you know what I mean? So, like, I could see Jalen Waddle being that guy, and like, not for nothing, that would be scary because that guy, you know, that kid could play. Yo, he's he's electric. I love, I love, uh, Jalen Waddle, so I love this hire yeah, right. for that reason. And I, it's weird because like, Tua and Jimmy G are kind of like the same kind of player almost, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think Jimmy G's better, but two is like he's not bad he could do the short immediate routes you know what I mean so I don't know I think it's going to be uh interesting and I'm also looking forward to seeing if uh can you know really uh bloom in his offense too as well so I like it what (laughs) not
1: (laughs) good points raised by both of you okay I love this hire I actually love this hire. Like it, it might have been my second favorite hire. Um, I'm gonna give this an, I'm gonna give it an A, actually. Um, I think this is this is the next big guy here. Like it, it's, you know, pause. I know someone was gonna say <laughs> it. Okay, that's why I just stopped. I was taking, okay. a, I was taking a <laughs> sip of my water. Otherwise, it was coming. <laughs> that's why I just stopped myself. But I think he's the next big name head coach one who just rises out of nowhere. I think that the more I've heard about this guy, the more I see that he was super involved everywhere. He's been as far as being a creative play designer and like masking weaknesses, playing to strengths. I think this is the home run higher because what do you got to do to make the dolphins good right now? You have to make Tua work. So, this is the Paul. best fire for Tua. <laughs> oh
2: shit. I didn't to.
1: Yo. Oh my god. But you you have to make this work with Tua. And there's nobody else. Like like this guy, I feel like is gonna be creative getting the ball out of his hands quick. Pause again. <laughs> something you know, something to my water tonight, okay? <coughs> um But he's gonna get the ball out quick. And, Nick, I love the point about Jalen Waddle. I think he's going to be utilized a lot differently, and he needs to be. He was only a, a short-to-intermediate guy in the offense this year. If you're going to do that, at least let him be a slasher out of the backfield. Let him do a little bit more. So I think he's going to be dynamic. Um, I, I really just think this is perfect for this team. This is, this is the element that they need, and I think it's going to be great.
2: Yeah. Do, you, do you think instant turnaround?
1: Well, I mean, look at this team what's right the now. the expectations? They and eight. I mean,
2: yeah, they went 9-8. So like the they next, went 9-8.
1: Yeah. Playoffs. I still don't love Tua, but if you can get him playing at the Jimmy G kind of level, which, by the way, is attainable, and his ceiling's higher, um, if you can get him anywhere near that level, then yeah. I think the first thing you've got to do, though, the, the one other thing that's not going to get talked about enough here. Is the Miami run game. And let's remember the foundation of the 49er success is having that creative run game, the run game that, um, you know, it's good no matter who's in the backfield. So you got to improve the O line. You got to get an upgrade at running back for sure. Um, but that's, that's going to be the foundation here. They're going to find ways to maximize the strengths of Tua. And get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. And also, so for me, I like it. Also, Mike, too. I think that Tua and
0: Mike need to—they um, need to get like a foundation of a strong relationship, because quarterbacks and head coaches need to be like that. And like I like I just mentioned a few minutes ago, if that all that shit with Brian Flores and him fighting in the locker room, and Brian Flores randomly drug testing him because his body looked too too good or something like that—if that's all true, I mean that's wait what? <laughs> apparently, he was drug testing him because he yeah. was saying oh, something with his physique really true yeah Yeah. that's why that's why like the whole thing with brian flores the when everybody was saying like oh my god why'd they fire him?" there are a few articles that came out that said that him and tua were always butting heads because he was condescending and apparently he would randomly drug test tua because of his physique
2: that's really strange Okay. Well, well, I know move it's on weird as that. shit. I'm with no, you. I mean, no, I mean, lo, yo, thanks for sharing. I, I didn't, knew, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's weird. It's that's, the weirdest thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll move on.
1: <laughs> that might be the perfect segue to move on. But I'm gonna say one last thing though. Anybody that gets an endorsement, like right now, everybody's looking for the next McVeigh, the next Shanahan, the next Lafleur, someone who's gonna turn things around right away. And this guy got an endorsement. Apparently, the Dolphins front office and. Uh, Steven Ross they all got endorsements uh, they all all those guys I just named gave endorsements for Mike McDaniel so that should say a lot I think it should say a lot so we're moving on though guys we got a few more and then we have the NFL coaches Mount Rushmore okay Lovey Smith another retread Lovie Smith was the defensive coordinator of the Texans this year He was promoted to head coach today. Your thoughts? I mildly like it. I'll give it a B minus because he's had a lot of success in this league. Uh, But overall, doesn't move the needle much for me. It kind of feels like they should have just kept Cully at that point because it was working. Uh, Yeah,
0: I'm going to give it a D for dog shit.
2: Dog shit. (laughs) Um,
0: I think Cully did a good job last year. I mean, Lovey Smith, that defense last year, ranked 27th. I don't really know where to start with him, honestly. I mean, his last winning season as a head coach was in two thousand twelve with the Bears. Then he went to Illinois and was seventeen to thirty-nine. They fired him after seven games. He was two and five last year. So I'm not really I mean, the team that whole organization and team is in shambles. Mostly due to Bill O'Brien. But it's like I I I mean, I don't know, bro. I, I like why would you why would you fire Cully?
1: And then, and then hire Lovey Smith. Like, I just... well, I, I agree, Mike. But I think they want stability in a franchise that is tumultuous right now. Yeah, they want like they stability. Have... And let's not forget. Let's not forget. Lovey Smith took a Rex Grossman led team to the Super Bowl. D- Davis Mills is a lot
2: better than him. I'm man. I think the Texans' problem is probably the owners. I mean, I think they're all clueless. Yeah. I think that franchise is abysmal. I, I I just don't see this hire doesn't do anything for me, so I'm giving it an F because for me it just tells me that you just you you're just hiring anybody. You're hiring like within when you have other candidates out there that have proven themselves. What the hell has he proven last year? Like you Jim Caldwell, 27, 27 Frank defense. I mean, what, what 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 are you doing? Give me the enemy and then let's let's move on from uh Deshaun Watson or keep him if you can like rekindle things and get this shit going. If not, then let Bianami choose his quarterback and restart. Just you you gotta restart. You gotta implode the team. Like I, I, I don't see like Lovey Smith being a long term deal for me. No. So for me it's just like well, that's, it's almost like, you know, he, he wanted to get back into the NFL coaching. So he you know, this is probably like one of them like, you know, trial and error things for Texans. Jimmy which is said, which is bad because I feel like a lot I of Ken are out there are good.
1: Yeah, I hired him because I think that they're they know they're going to suck um, and they could keep this guy as a stabilizing force for a couple of years. But I think they like Davis Mills, too. So um, I would expect that they probably move on from Deshaun Watson. They should. But the bottom line is this team's going nowhere if they don't start drafting well and and replenish everything that they've given away the last few years, because this team was once pretty good. So we'll see. It's kind of like, man, I don't think it's moved the needle much. But this guy does have a solid reputation, and he probably should have been in the NFL uh, a little bit longer. He kind of was cast away, it felt like. So, anyway, we have one more, and that's Dennis Allen, promoted for the Saints. He was the defensive coordinator there for a long time now under Sean Payton. Dennis Allen, what do you guys think? Ass.
0: <laughs> 1 8. <Yeah. coughs> Won eight games in two years as the Raiders head coach Fired after the third year when he started 0-4 I mean, he's probably a good coordinator Because he turned around the Saints defense So, I mean, you could be a good coordinator and a bad head coach Which is what I was referring to earlier He shut out out Brady
2: What's up? He shut out Brady What fuck's that mean? That's that's gotta be something
0: Hey, we'll see about that He did something, right? But, here's the thing I know that they were interviewing Biennium I'm glad he didn't get this job Because he deserves to go to a place where he can Grow a little bit, pause Like the Saints are just—you got Taysom Hill. Your your Alvin Kamara is probably done in the NFL after what just came out with him. To be honest, so it's like now you don't have a running back. Mike Thomas, who 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 even knows what's going on with him? So I mean, I'm just I don't know. It's whatever with me. With this one.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't love it. I'll, I'll give it a D. um i D. I'm not thrilled. I again. I don't understand why these other guys are getting opportunities when you have literally high profile candidates out there that are not getting like even a nod, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. What does B. enemy guys have to do at this point? Yeah.
0: I, I don't like know. When
2: is he ever going to get a chance? Is he that bad at, at, at interviewing? Like wh- what the fuck is so hard talking to somebody? Like you can. Communi- if, if like, my thing is like, how is he so bad at interviews, but he's a, but he's a really good coach. He's able to communicate. Why is he lack communication in an interview?
0: I mean, who knows, dude? He might not be creative. I, I, I don't know. Creative. Yeah, he might not be able to. You know, what's in his head? He might not be able to uh, present it well enough to the, the ownership like of the other team. say teams. what? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't you know. I'm, tra- I'm trying to wrap my head around it too. I'm just trying to make sense of it. You but know, maybe his me, vision, his vision for what he's telling the franchise, trying to hire him,
1: doesn't line up with what they
0: want to do.
2: I don't know. I I just don't understand that.
1: I'll be. I'll be honest with you guys. I think that they hire Dennis Allen because they want continuity. I don't think they want to fall apart. Um, he's done a phenomenal job with the defense, and I think I'll give this I'll give it a C plus, maybe a B minus. Um, I think the key here is can you bring in an offensive mind? Uh, I think they're going to bring Jameis Winston back if I had to guess, and I think that they think they can run this shit back, make some make some adjustments. And probably still be a fringe playoff team. So that's, to me, what I see here. I, I think they didn't want to take a leap of faith because they want to stay afloat and be in that conversation. But they're going to be a middling team. They're going to be, like, a fringe playoff team at best. Um, this is me saying they they don't want to completely fall off. But they do need to figure out quarterback. They do need to figure out how they're getting under the salary cap. Uh, it should be interesting. We'll see. And this is another guy. Second chance. Maybe he does better. He he has done a, a an amazing job with this defense. I have to give him credit there. Yeah, that's facts. So there so there's that. And I I gotta speed us up, all right. I want you guys to make predictions on the one remaining opening, all right? The Minnesota Vikings. Who should be hired? The the known finalists are as follows. You got Demico Ryans, you have Raheem Morris. And then you have Kevin O'Connell. So you've got two Rams guys there. you got a 49er guy, former player in Ryan's. What are we thinking? Who will get hired? This Who so should easy. get hired? And then we're moving on, and we're going to close it out after Mount Rushmore. <clears throat> I think it should be Kevin O'Connell.
0: Look what he did with the Rams this year. He's got Stafford playing lights out. You know, they're going to a Super Bowl. Um, I think Kirk has the talent, you know, somewhat in the in the ballpark of Matt Stafford slightly below but in that same range and I feel like if there's somebody that could get him to the next level it would be Kevin O'Connell because he took Matt Stafford to the next level so I feel like that would be the best hire and to me it's it's pretty simple D'Amico Ryans he seems like he's a good leader but you know his expertise are are, our defense I don't think that the Vikings need that I think they need somebody that can get creative and get Kirk Cousins to that next level if there is a next level that he can go to And Raheem Morris, I mean, he was an interim head coach twice with the Bucs and the Falcons, and he amassed a record of 21 and 38. So I don't even understand why he's a candidate.
2: Uh, I think in Kirk Cousins, I think what you see is what you get uh, (laughs) up and down quarterback. So if I'm them, you might as well just hire Jeff Fisher. You're going to go 8 and 8, 9 and 8 if (laughs) you're a quarterback. You might as well. That 8 and 8 bullshit. Yeah, you might as well. So, but I mean, all jokes aside, I would I would probably say, oh man, I would go with an offensive mind coach. I mean, like
0: O'Connell, Kill a Kev.
2: <laughs> <That's> cr- <laughs> Put the camera on. Don't look at me. <laughs> 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 nah. Uh, um, I don't know. You know, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I I don't love the candidates that are left, but. I mean, if I had to choose, I would probably say D'Amico Ryans. I was, you know, with Shit. the Eagles. Passion. With, I was with the Eagles, and he was <laughs> he was part of the Eagles at that time. In 2000, I think, 12, 2011. Around. Mikey P. Were you there uh, for D'Amico? Yeah. Yeah great guy he was there great guy like he 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 is like he had he was the leader of that defense and like the way that he was just a people person like he always he was always happy he was always smiling he was always like a good teammate um he was a great leader for them like he was a locker room guy so like i could i could definitely see him elevating that into the head coaching uh spot so like i would go with D'Amico ryan's i think he has a higher yeah
1: I'll tell you what, I think they're going to hire they're going to hire Kevin O'Connell. All right. I think that's that's gonna happen. They're gonna hire him. Um I don't think they should though. Because let's look at the, the Vikings teams the last few years. Yep.
2: Wasn't he a right? backup? Who? Kevin O'Connell? Mm. Oh no. Uh, yeah, he was with the Patriots. He was Brady's backup.
1: Probably. I remember that. I remember that. It rings the bell. That's so I, funny. I was like Kevin O'Connell. I was
2: like that brings the bell. Did he deflate the footballs? Yeah. <laughs> See, that, this is back in 2008. See, I, I don't even take it well, serious. Here. I don't even care. It doesn't really matter to me. It really don't, I understand it doesn't matter You're Just wasting your time, honestly. <laughs> I love you, bro. I love you too.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna move us along, guys. But I'll wrap this up with with this point. I think I think O'Connell is gonna get the job. Everyone wants that up-and-coming coach. He's coming out of the Sean McVay tree, and he's getting some love right now. But I think it should be D'Amico Ryans because look, look right now at the Vikings the last few years. They've been an offensive team. Their offense has been good. Their offense was good this year. They consistently put up points. I don't think they need to change much other than just be a little bit more consistent. But otherwise, the defense, under Mike Zimmer nonetheless... Has been garbage the last few years. I'm getting D'Amico Ryan's because this guy is a fucking leader of men. He's smart. Okay. I think that the players want to play for this guy. I love what he's done with the 49ers. I think he can be aggressive when he needs to be. I think he's a respected voice. I think he's gonna be a great head coach. So I wish that they would hire him because that's the problem right now. This Vikings defense has so many names. And they've been fucking garbage. They've been garbage. (laughs) I will bring in D'Amico Ryans. And that's facts. All right? So thank you, guys. That's that's everything we got on the NFL head coaches. Phil, change it up for us. We're going to wrap this up with the coaches' Mount Rushmore. Shit. Oh, I love it. This song always gets me thinking. So, guys... If you watched our last show, you will remember how this goes. So this right here, this is going to be in memory of the great John Madden who we lost a month ago. Uh, Rest in peace, John Madden. This is the NFL Mount Rushmore of all-time coaches and contributors, all right? So here's the interpretations. You know, if you're telling the history of the NFL, what are the four guys you can't leave out, all right? Who has the greatest legacy, who are the greatest ever, who had the greatest impact on the game. So this is interesting because we did players last show. Now we're talking coaches and contributors. Contributors could be announcers. They could be uh, guys who, you know, made the NFL what it is today. It could be a guy from a front office. It could be an owner. All right. That's how it goes. Just as long as you explain why they're on the list I figured this would be a good exercise. Audience, feel <laughs> free to chime in. We got some great input last time. This is how we're going to end the show. We'll give it about probably uh, seven minutes, give or take, all right? Sound good, guys? You got it. it is. All right, so who wants to start us off? I'll start off.
0: So... As I'm doing this, uh, just like last week, I keep it more modern because I don't like going back that far because I wasn't alive and I could just read articles about it. However, John Madden has to be on this list because he was 103, 32, and 7 in 10 seasons as the head coach of the Raiders with seven divisional titles, one Super Bowl, and zero losing seasons. In the modern era, he has a winning percentage of seven fifty nine, which is above Lombardi, Shula, and Bill Belichick. And he also created the best game ever that made me hate my brother growing up. So for that, I always love John Madden because he gave us a lot, of,
2: uh, a lot of memories, a lot of
0: good memories playing a lot of it, good playing memories, in our houses man, and damn. stuff like that. We yeah. had a
2: blast, yeah. You know? We used to, I I to bust our ass with the uh, never that
0: pulse. The and Sean
2: Foster. Never. Yeah, with the Panthers. Ever. You yeah, never you did you're that. Sleeping on that.
0: You never, that's a funny ass name you just said. That's funny. Foster. Yeah. I remember. But I remember having like Madden tournaments and shit like that all the time at the house. Me, you, Tom. <laughs> I played with
2: man. the Red, uh, oh, no, I can't say it. Oh, with, yeah. this, with the, with the, Commanders. Washington. Yeah, the Commanders. Yeah. I Dixon was playing Campbell. with the Commanders, yeah. You were booty meat. You're crazy. Button uh, boarders, bro. Yeah.
0: You were ranked five out of five,
2: players Yeah, you're right.
0: Uh, number two, I have Bill Belichick. 17 division titles and 21 seasons, six Super Bowls and nine tries. He missed the playoffs one time and was still 11-5 and five with Matt Castle, and he's eventually going to have the most wins all time as a head coach. And to me, his brain and his knowledge of rules just separates him from everybody. I mean, he knew about the tuck rule. He always knew those little wrinkles. He did it to the uh, – was it the Titans when he was taking the offensive penalties and letting the clock run out? That was the Jets. The Jets. He so it. it's like he's just always a step ahead. He did it to the Ravens. He tricked the Ravens with that yeah. one play in the, in the playoffs. Um, so he's always a step ahead. Uh, two, I have, An- or three, I have Andy Reid, 221, 130, and one overall, which is second to Shula and Belichick. Only three losing seasons in 22 years. And he is the only coach to win 100 games and appear in four consecutive conference championships with two different franchises. Three Super Bowl appearances, one win. And look at his coaching tree Jim Harbaugh, uh, jo- uh, Doug Peterson, Ron Rivera, and uh, Sean McDermott. So, I mean, that speaks for itself. And then number four, I have Dwayne Charles Parcells, better known as Bill Parcells, led four different franchises to the playoffs, winning two Super Bowls with the Giants, appearing in a Super Bowl with the Patriots. One of four coaches to take two different teams to the Super Bowl, and he almost got there with the Jets, but he ran into Elway, who Pauls has as his number four best quarterback of all time. And his coaching tree, I mean, is impeccable with Bill Belichick, Tom Coughlin, and Shaw Payton, all Super Bowl winning quarterback um, head coaches. And then I found out this interesting stat about him today. Each team he took over that won five or fewer games the previous seasons, he made the playoffs with them in their second season. The Jets were one and fifteen. His first his first year there, they went nine and seven. And his second year, they went twelve and four in ninety-seven and ninety-eight. So, I thought that was an interesting stat too. They ran into John Elway and the and the Broncos in 98. Mhm. Wow, Big
1: Red and Big Tuna made the list. Let's go. Nick theories.
2: Yeah, I'll be I'll be, I'll be real it. brief. Uh John Madden is number 1 for me uh for all the reasons that Powellter said. Um man, like he gave us our, our greatest memories, especially with the video game. The he best. was an awesome coach, all the accolades, all that. I mean, you know, rest in peace to him. Um, Football is going to miss him for sure. Um, so he's number one. Uh, number two is Bill Belichick. I mean, honestly, like, do I have to really go in depth here? I mean, he's literally no. the mastermind <laughs> of everything. He is literally the greatest coach ever. Ever. In my opinion. But he still has some questions to be answered. No cap. Like, can he win without Brady? That is always going to be on his resume. So he needs to win one because that's going to follow him forever. And that sucks because he is a mastermind. Like there's nobody like Bill Belichick and there hasn't been anybody like him in the last 25 years besides maybe Cowher or whatever. And Andy Reid. I mean, you can argue, but they're not, they're not that level. Like he's different. Like he's different. So he's number two. Um, Number three, I'm going Bill Walsh uh he embedded the west coast offense uh, which is actually used throughout the league pretty much uh he won three super bowls with the 49ers he was 10 and 4 in the playoffs um he went 102 63 and 1 um he had six division titles and three nfc championships i understand that he had you know all-time great quarterbacks but at the same time you could say that about bill belichick but that doesn't matter to me you win you win three rings and inventing the west coast offense for me is uh definitely on my mount rushmore and the last one i have um was i have don shula don shula is the winningest coach in nfl history oh well, he i think he was i think belichick passed him is that correct i think belichick passed him. i don't
0: think yet,
2: yet. yeah yeah Uh I it's think- coming now He's in it's race, close right? yeah. he's in range right let me see yeah he's definitely close if he hasn't done it already yeah, so I can't recall right, right now yeah I mean the guy went undefeated you know I mean you know how hard it is to go undefeated only one team did it so the fact that he did it and he did it with the Miami Dolphins is impeccable uh so that's number four on my list so that's my man tour.
1: I love it I love it. I'm seeing some great comments. Um, Nick, your dad has Don Shula, Bill Belichick, Vince Lombardi, who has not been mentioned yet. The damn trophy's named after him. He's also got Bill Walsh. I see Dave says Bill Belichick, Vince Lombardi, John Madden, Bill Walsh. Okay, my turn. All right, I got John Madden. I'm going to just add on to anything that I didn't already hear from you guys, but John Madden essentially made this game lovable by the common fan. He made this fun, okay? His broadcasts were fun. His games, fun. His outlook on the game, it taught you something. You always learn something from John Madden. But low-key, though, everyone forgets that this guy retired after 10 years. He was a phenomenal head coach. There's a reason why he was able to teach people the game of football. Any man, any woman, any race creed diversity he could teach anybody the game of football and make it relatable and make you love it i love that guy thank you john madden for everything because that is where my love of the game a lot of it came from his video game i learned a shit ton from there it gave me my passion for football so john madden rest in peace you are the man then you got to put bill belichick that's pretty obvious he is the most successful head coach go um and it really doesn't require much explanation other than this guy just, he can he can bring the best out of everyone. He obviously is more serious than most, but guess what? He demands perfection. He demands your seriousness. He demands success. And if you don't deliver, he'll find someone else who can do it. He's shown it. We do need to see if he can do without Brady, but so far, pretty fucking good start getting this team to where it is with a rookie quarterback this year, who knows? We'll see, but he was, he's was he been good for as long as he's been in the league, even before the Patriots job, so I'll give him credit there. Um, I also have Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh, not just because of his success, but I think he was a mastermind that gets forgotten these days. This guy redefined how we prepare for football from a play-calling perspective, from a preparation perspective, everything that you see in the modern game today was bill walsh film analysis film study all that stuff the x's and o's bill walsh was the one who perfected that stuff bill walsh is responsible for that so attention to detail that's that's what makes me think of bill walsh he was incredible he was brilliant yeah okay last but not least though i'm going with a contributor Because I know Madden's both, okay? Madden's a coach and contributor. I got an exclusive contributor here. And once you hear this, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. I forgot about this guy. But why is the NFL so popular? The Sables, NFL films, the song Mm -hmm. you're fucking listening to right now. That is because Steve Sable took over for his dad, Ed Sable. Ed Sable started this. Ed Sable loved football. Ed Sable the one who got this off the ground. But Steve Sable is the one who made football into this juggernaut right now. This is the by far most popular, most loved sport in this country. And that's because Steve Sable and NFL Films took it there. The music, um, the awesome documentaries, the, the films, just the love of the game. It came from the Sables. Steve Sable was the reason... It elevated he's no longer with us so three of these guys on my list i am i mean you guys know i appreciate the history of the game so i'm going to go all the way back uh we have some guys that are challenging this list pause is...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay oh, i didn't even realize that Damn. oh shit <laughs> wow oh, man. oh shit but that's my list um, I don't see any other audience comments. I saw some good feedback overall, though. So, guys, I mean, we're going to probably end the show right here. We're, we're a couple minutes over time. So, um, further this discussion off the air. Please leave us comments of who is on your NFL Mount Rushmore of coaches and contributors. And great shit tonight, guys. I'm going to break down the show. I'm going to pass off to Nick. And then... We'll see you Thursday. All right. Yeah. Sound good? Yes, yes sir. sir.
2: All right. Let's rock and roll. So
1: tonight's episode of P and I was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using the promo code Iconic will receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to hundred dollars. That is promo code Iconic. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. We were live tonight. On the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us there and keep up with everything about P and I. Last but not least, guys, it's fucking Super Bowl week. We didn't fucking forget here, okay? We didn't forget because we have a fucking big show planned for you on Thursday. It's all Super Bowl Rams Bengals, all right? It is all on Thursday. We have a lot coming your way. And we're gonna obviously share our picks. We're gonna have DFS lineups, props, fucking everything. All right. Stay tuned <laughs> for our Super Bowl preview this Thursday, 8 p.m. All right? That's all I got. Thank you, everybody. Nick Theories, take it away.
2: Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, we're on PropsHQ.com, so check us out there. Um, also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and we will see you guys next week at p <laughs> I I'm <more> all fucked up. <laughs> <What a> sour. <laughs> <laughs>